Hey, how you doing? Dean Dwyer, welcome to another episode of The Mindset Show. Hey, so listen, I've got uh, kind of a, a fun episode I want to do today, and I am hoping that I have the words. It's a little early in the morning for me to be doing this. I don't think morning is the best time to do this. In fact, this is the third time I've tried to record it because I keep losing my train of thought. I, I go off on a tangent, and then I'm like, oh, what was I talking about before? And I can't get it back. So uh, I think part of that has to do with the morning. My brain just doesn't have – I think it's, um, it's kind of like you know when you're, uh, you're starting up your computer takes a while for the computer to kind of get to 100%. That's what my brain's like right now. I think it's at about 75. It's still booting up. And so I don't have all my words. So hopefully I'll have all my words when I'm talking here now. I don't know who that guy was, by the way. I apologize. That guy should never show up on a podcast. Okay, so here's what I wanted to talk about today. And I'm kind of excited to talk about this, actually. Uh, The last podcast I put out was impromptu because I was going to an event and I wanted to walk you through um, my willpower protocol that I was using. Um, before the event. And then, so I, I talked to you about that, about I did a before and then I did an after. As soon as I got home, um, I did an assessment of my day. What I realized was that my assessment was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Imagine my surprise. I was going through it. I'm like, oh man, I actually was wrong about this. And I wanted to, that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. Now, the old me would have been horrified that I put out a podcast where essentially I was wrong. And the new me is like, no, no, this is good stuff because, first of all, huge, huge, huge insights for me. Like this is going to be a game changer for me moving forward because I learned some things that that I sort of knew in theory, you know, when you think about people in general, but it was like it really hammered home a point for me. So moving forward, this is going to be, I now have a story to tell myself about a, about a mistake that I made. It would be like, dude, you've already done this. You know how this plays itself out. So, what I wanted to do is walk you through the mistakes that I made. But before I can do that, let me just quickly recap. It was episode 22, and it, the mistakes that I made were in my after. So when I got home, I'm super tired, by the way. I think I also realized I shouldn't be recording a podcast when I'm super tired. But I essentially did my evaluation from memory, right? I, and I thought that aside from I didn't weigh my foods, and so I overate some uh, – I, I, essentially, I overate meat. I overate uh, roast beef. And I overate chicken. And my assessment was, though, that I still got 10 out of 10 on my scorecard, so that all in all, it was a success. A success. I was not worried about that. Turns out I should have been worried about that. Because I, what I realized after I recorded the podcast, I think I woke up in the middle of the night and I thought, you know what? I should not have recorded that podcast until I weighed myself the following morning, because that would tell me whether or not. Um, whether or not I was on track or not. And turns out I was not on track. So why don't we start with that? One of the, one of the newest vital behaviors that I added, and I, I combined two together. I should also say too, I have this scorecard for success. been working on it now for two years. It has changed a lot. I believe now that the 10 that I have um, are not going to change much over the next decade or so. So it's uh, um, you're, you're trying to figure out what they are, but then once you get them, um, you know probably seventy five or eighty percent will stay the same for decades, right? So that's what, that's what I was trying to get to, and so it took me a couple of years to finally figure them out. A lot of trial and error, you know. Initially, when I started, I was simply guessing, and so things I put down I realized were too vague or too 
you know, just weren't, weren't relevant or whatever it happens to be. One of them on that list is to weigh all my foods. Now that, that weighing my foods is actually uh, a new behavior. And I think it's, it, it's the, Tenth behavior that I had I had adopted, and then the final, not the final one, but it's it was the tenth one. So uh, that was again was something I had resisted forever. I did not think that I needed to do that. I thought that I could estimate. I realized that I'm a horrible estimator. Actually, I'm being hard on myself. You're a horrible estimator. We're all horrible estimators. We are terrible. Scientifically proven, by the way. So this is not me just making stuff up like I normally do. This is true. This one is different. No, we are scientifically proven. It's been scientifically proven that we are horrible estimators. And when you understand that, then you start, you, you start transitioning into becoming a data nerd. And I made the mistake when I did that other podcast when I was assessing the after. I didn't have any data. Other than what I thought, you know, I was just going by memory and I was like, no, no, I, I, can, I got 10 out of 10 on my scorecard. I didn't get 10 out of 10 on my scorecard and I didn't realize that till the next morning. So the way I do things is I have my scorecard for success, I fill it in the next morning and then I do my journal entry in terms of, you know, patterns I noticed, questions that came up, things I'm thinking about, possibilities of things I could add moving forward. So it wasn't until yesterday morning where I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't get 10 out of 10. I got 9 out of 10. And I got 9 out of 10 because one of my vital behaviors is weigh me. That was also new, by the way. That's the latest. But I combined it. I've been doing this for so long now that I can combine certain things together. So I combined weigh me and my foods every day. Well, I weighed me and I weighed the foods for my first meal but I didn't weigh the foods for my second and third meal. So my scorecard is all or nothing. It's either one or it's zero. It's binary. There's no like, well, I kind of, nope. Nope, you either did it or you didn't. And, that, and that's an important part of a scorecard. So I'm not going to talk about that right now though. But I got a zero on that. And then I realized, okay, I got a zero on that. Now I... Um, I also know that I ate more, and I, I mentioned this, I ate more of the chicken and beef than I should have eaten. But I didn't think that was a big deal because it fits in terms of the foods that I have. However, the scale told me otherwise. So when I got on the scale, I had actually gained 1.6 pounds. Now, I was surprised, actually. I didn't think that it would be that high. And I just want to talk about that. I'll tell you a few things I've learned about weighing myself. Uh, and I don't have a ton of data yet to uh, go with this, but I have enough to know what the fluctuations are. I talked about this before, but I did know that, again, teaching myself emotional immunity was I wanted to be able to look at the number and look at it rationally, right? So I wanted to teach myself how to think rationally about the ups and downs that you see on the scale. Although I'll be honest, when, this, when, when the number's going down, I don't got no issues. It's not bothering me. But when it goes up, it's like that's, that's where the, the emotional immunity comes into play, which, by the way, I will say is going very well. Even, yes, even when I saw 1.6, I was like, huh, fascinating. It went up 1.6. Now, I'll tell you why that was problematic. I have discovered that um, on the positive side, my weight might fluctuate. Provided, provided that I've got 10 out of 10 on my scorecard, my weight will fluctuate. It'll go up no more than about half a pound. I actually haven't got to half a pound yet, 0.4 pounds. But so let's just say that 
all things being equal, I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing. My weight still might go up by about half a pound. So that's sort of my upper threshold. Um, I've, the, the lowest drop I've had is a pound, right, where I will weigh myself from one day to the next and I'm one pound less. Um, so I've, I've kind of got some sense of where, you know, what's normal, what's normal. There's going to be fluctuations up and down. But say, let's just say for that, you know, on any typical day, I could be up half a pound, I could be down half a pound. And for no other reason than it's a Tuesday or a Saturday or the moon, it's a half moon or a full moon, whatever it is. But for reasons that have nothing to do with me, provided I have followed my scorecard. So when I saw 1.6, the difference this time, was that, well, first of all, because I'm weighing myself in the past, I didn't think there was a problem. Because I wasn't weighing myself, I was afraid to weigh myself. I thought, nope, you know what? I overate some meats, not a big deal. I'm good. Everything is fine. Uh, but now that I'm weighing myself, it's like, no, that's actually four times, 1.6 pounds is four times the limit, my upper limit of anything I've had previously. So the first thing that that did for me, as I'm looking at that, I'm like, dude, that's a problem. Like you can't ignore that. That's that's an outlier that needs to be addressed, and you need to sit down and come up with your theories as to what happened, and then put some sort of plan into place to make sure that that doesn't happen again. Now, there's no guarantee that that won't happen again, but you keep it's an iterative process. You keep going every time. You know, you put a new plan in place, and you hope that works. And then the next time something comes up. You tried your plan and it didn't work or maybe part of it did but you still didn't do whatever whatever it is. But it's an iterative process. And so for me, again, it's like, okay, listen, this, this didn't – like this is a problem. And wh- the big aha moment for me was – and I kind of knew this but I, until I saw it on the scale. It was like, again, and this is the value of data. It's like my – I've discovered that my biggest issue – I always thought for me my biggest issue – were foods that I know make me fat, right? Like, um, well, anything with sugar in it, right? And again, as a guy who um, will eat an entire pie by himself, um, I thought if I if I take that out, um, you know, everything's going to be fine. I do. I now no longer believe that that's my biggest issue. My biggest issue is I overeat healthy foods, right? So the nut butters, the raw nuts, meats. And so that night, I ate like the other two. I said I follow a meal template. So I had roast beef. I had a salad, which was what I already I already talked about this in the last podcast. But and roast vegetables. There was no junk on them. Um, so the meal template itself was perfect. But I overate the roast beef. And I when I weigh, I can have six ounces, which is one hundred and sixty eight grams. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you roughly what I think, but I think I ate at least two and a half times more roast beef than I should have eaten. I think again I want to underestimate that, but I know that we're horrible estimators. So I'm gonna say it might have because I actually did go back for seconds, and again, and I when I think about going back for seconds, one of the things I like to do now is like, can I? What was I thinking when I decided to make that decision? Like what was going through my head? And I know going through my head, I was like, hey, you know what? Listen, like it's, it, this is good. This is this this fits into your your you know you're allowed to eat this. It's okay to have a second, you know, to to go back for seconds. And so that was the mindset that I had with that. But now that I see that overeating the good foods is a problem for me, 
it, it's, it's going to help me really get back to the fact that I, I don't have the body type to overeat, even the good stuff. I do not have the wiggle room. The body forgiveness is the phrase that I like to use with myself. I don't have the body forgiveness that it seems like a lot of other people seem to have. Actually, and maybe, maybe that's also a – sorry, I'm just thinking out loud here to myself. But maybe that's also another false misunderstanding that we have is that, again, because – I mentioned to you the obesity rates and stuff and that 70% of the population right now is either overweight or uh, obese that actually I don't think most people have a lot of body forgiveness. I think we have it when we're young and then we're always surprised. People who go, oh, I, I can't believe I gained weight. Nothing's changed in my diet. No, it's just you know, our bodies are an amazing thing. Uh, especially when we're young. And it, it just, there's so much forgiveness there when we're young. We get away with so many things. And then there's an age, and everything is like a switch. Everything changes. You know, there's hormones and all sorts of stuff that comes into play. Anyhow, um, so I realized that, that that was just a huge insight for me. It was like, I, my biggest issue is not what I thought my biggest issue was. I thought my biggest issue was all the sugar stuff. It's not, actually. That's my secondary issue. It's an issue. Uh, but that's a secondary issue. My biggest issue is that I overeat my health. <clears throat> I overeat my health. Sorry, I'm getting all emotional. I'm kidding. Um, I overeat my healthy foods. So, um, so that was that was a huge insight for me. So, uh, sorry. I think I was going to talk about the three mistakes I made, and I'm kind of all over the place. But um, this all sort of ties into the first mistake was that I thought I could estimate. I I I decided even though I brought my food scale with me. I, I once sort of the day started, I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm too lazy to go and get it. Um, I'll just estimate. And this is a huge reminder to me. Dude, you cannot estimate. You have no idea how to estimate. And if you don't have your scale, you will overeat. So the scale has been super important to keep me eating the proper portion sizes. If I don't weigh them out, I will probably eat twice as much as I should eat. And that explains, it explains so much of my past. So that was my first mistake. My first mistake was that, again, I thought I could estimate um, I didn't end up weighing my foods and that by not weighing my foods, I gained, um, I, I had, you know, I gained 1.6 pounds, which is four times more than anything else that I've ever gained uh, since I started weighing myself. So that was the first one. But I also realized, and this is the value of reflecting, I made a second mistake. So I followed my willpower protocol and there are five steps. The first three steps, you actually do before you show up somewhere. And then the last two, recording results and uh, extracting wisdom, happen afterwards in reflection. So um, the third step is what I call you optimize with practice, right? So you, we don't think about weight loss and practice in the same breath. We don't think that it's a practice, but it is a practice. It's, no, it's a skill, it's a skill that's no different than learning a new golf swing or learning how to play an instrument or learning a new language. There's practice involved. Now, the the difference in this case is the practice, maybe you literally throw yourself into the fire, right? Like you're, you know, you're going to this event, and so that's going to be your practice. And But I realized that I, there's a, I have a mindset flaw with this as well, too. And I, I need to add an additional word to my protocol. It's practice and or rehearsal and what i mean by rehearsal when i say rehearsal is visualization 
This is something that athletes do before they perform a movement, right? So say if you're a gymnast, you run through your whole gymnastics routine mentally um, before you actually get up and perform. Michael Phelps used to do this uh, from the time I think he was seven years old. His coach, Bob Bowman, had taught him how to visualize. And so he would, he would close his eyes and he would imagine an entire race, every stroke, the water coming off his you know, off his upper lip when he was doing the breaststroke or whatever he was, you know, whatever he was doing. I didn't, so the practice part itself, see, I thought I had already practiced because I've been weighing my foods now for quite a while, right? So I thought that was the practice. But what I didn't realize, and this was the other, like the second sort of error in my approach was that I'm in a new environment. I've never practiced in that environment. When I weigh my foods, it's me, or it's me and my mother, or it's me and my father. So I'm doing it in, in, the, in the comfort of people that I know. There were probably 35 people at this, at this event. I had never weighed my foods before in front of a whole group of people. And I didn't think, you know, I think I mentioned that, you know, I was going to be a little bit nervous about that but i i sort of blew it off i didn't really give it the attention it deserved but uh what i should have done now and i and i will start making a practice of this moving forward i should have i should have actually visualized myself there like i should have visualized like a whole bunch of people there i have been to my cousin's house before so i know what her kitchen setup is like i should have visualized where i would be in the kitchen pulling out my scale Um, like going over to the buffet and putting all my food on and then coming over and taking that food off the plate and weighing it and then either upsizing or downsizing my my meal depending on whether I had too much or too little. And so what I should have done is walk through that whole process a number of times visually just just to prepare myself for what it was that I would be doing, just to get a picture. I'm very visual. So like just to get a picture in my head of what I should have done. But I didn't do that either. And so that was another huge, huge insight for me that I realized I made the mistake. I assumed that – because one of the things I talk about in my willpower course is realistic practice. And that's like practicing – like you want to make your practice uh, within – you know, as close to real life as possible, right? So – I didn't, and I didn't have. I obviously am not going to go out and hire thirty people. Hey, listen, come stand in my kitchen so I can practice this. But the next best thing is, okay, well, let's just visualize the whole process. Visualize somebody going, "What are you doing, you wacko?" And I, you know, and visualize like answering the question. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you know what? I have to weigh all my foods, otherwise I will eat this entire buffet and no one will get anything. So, you know, there was a way that I could, you know, like I could have gone through all of that and prepared myself ahead of time so that it would have gone, you know, it would have gone really smoothly. In fact, I, it, I could have had a ton of fun with it and I missed an opportunity there because I was just like, ah, no, no, I'm okay. I'll just, I'll just estimate. So that was my second mistake. And then uh, the third mistake, again, what I, I, I sort of alluded to at the beginning was I didn't, I, I, I essentially did my evaluation without any data. Data is so important. It's so important. You need to become a data nerd. Hashtag data nerd. I don't know why I keep doing the hashtag thing. But I also, um, I have these, um, uh, I'm going to say things because the word word hasn't been uploaded to my brain yet. But uh, you know those uh, things that you read? 
you read them. Affirmations. Thank you, brain. There we go. Affirmations. I, uh, one of my affirmations is to be a data nerd. Like you got to be, if I want to uh, train myself to be a rational thinker, I need to be a data nerd. So like the numbers will help me think rationally. So um, I'll sum this up before we start to come back and what this means for you. I'm going to sum this up and I'm going to say that um, this, it was, this was hugely, like this was a watershed moment for me. Maybe watershed's not the right word, but there, like, there were some two or three significant things that I uncovered uh, as a result of collecting data that will have a profound impact on me moving forward. Moving forward now, I now have a story for myself about why it is essential for me to always be weighing my foods. And if for some reason, I, there's still going to be a time where I might be out and I don't have my scale with me, right? Like that's, that's, a, that's very much a reality, is that I'm going to have to estimate on the low end. Again, knowing that if I think this is right, take a little bit off because you're probably over. So, um, but knowing that again, like don't put yourself in a position where you're estimating because you suck. You suck at estimating. Again, I don't know who that was either, but uh, again, apologies for whoever that was that just showed up. So um, this has been massive. The other thing, again, is um, I was thinking about practice quite literally, and I forgot a a concept that I wrote about in my willpower course. I forgot about the visualization component, and so I made a note of that too. It's like, that's powerful. I I, I know it visualization, a hard word to say apparently, uh, sounds a little boohooey, but uh, super powerful. And I could have really um, done wonders for me had I, had I done that. And then again, don't make your conclusions until you look at the numbers. The numbers will tell you what's happening. And I will say that for me, there was no emotional attachment to that number. I didn't, I wasn't, it didn't bum me out. I was, I was super curious. I was like, wow, that's, that's, that's amazing. It went up that much. But I got so much wisdom out of that. And so this is, I think I started off by saying that my goal in life now is how do I take failure and turn it into wisdom? And I was able to do that with this one. And it will be very, very valuable for me moving forward. So what are the takeaways for you? I got really quiet there for a second. That scared me I got so quiet. Um, again, I think listen to my story and sort of tie it back into your life. Like, are you collecting any data? Now, if I ask most people this, I already know the answer. Nope, nothing. They don't log their foods. Uh, they don't weigh themselves. They are doing what, in essence, the mistake that I made in this podcast they're estimating everything. And they think, no, no, I'm good. I'm healthy. I eat healthy. We say like people say, oh, I eat healthy. How do you know? How do you know you eat healthy? You have no idea if you eat healthy or not. Um, but again, we're horrible estimators. So think about this in, your, in the context of your life. Are you collecting any data? If not, where could you start? Right? I use a free tool to log my foods. Um, there are lots of free tools out there. You could start with that. And that in and of itself is an insight. I'll, I'll do a whole... I'm probably going to add this to my willpower course, but um, uh, I've been logging my foods over the last few years, and I went back to uh, last year and the year before, and I saw some patterns. I was like, "Wow, wow!" Like I was no idea what I was doing, and and, and how much 
damage I was inflicting on myself. You know, but I but I know that now because I've been collecting data. Data is huge, and it will allow you to begin to sort of develop emotional immunity so that you can detach from the numbers and really pull the wisdom out of that. So is there an area in your life where you can start doing this? I'm talking specifically about building a successful body. If you're not happy with the body that you have right now, um, I will probably guess, and you can nod your head in agreement, you're not collecting any data right now. That's a problem. So just reflect on that for a while. That's a problem. You need to start collecting data. You need to become, wait for it, a data nerd. Hashtag data nerd. Okay, that's enough of that silliness. Um, Yeah, I think that's it for now. So you can, and then just sort of pay attention to anything else that comes up. You know, what else came up as I was talking about this? Uh, If it came up, it's important. You got to honor it, do something with it. And uh, that's it for today. So listen, I hope you have a great rest of today and a great rest of your week. And uh, I'm Dean Dwyer. You're listening to The Mindset Show. We'll see you later.